In the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. So welcome 8 o'clockers and 10 o'clockers to the new 9 a.m. summer service. I am so impressed with you all. You made it. Um, and I will let you know, and I think I've said this maybe a Sunday or two to go, uh, ago, that one of the vestry members brought up a concern when we were discussing the 9 a.m. possibility. And she said... Well, you know, people are going to fight over who sits in their pew because, you know, there's some crossover between 8 and 10 o'clock. Like, is this really going to be a good idea? And I will say, I did not hear any brawling before this morning's service, so it looks like you all have gotten situated. And I noticed that some of you are in your normal place and some of you are trying somewhere new. So, good job. And you might think I'm being silly, but actually the challenge of where we sit, and there have been times when people have been told to move out of a pew in this very church, but where we sit pertains to today's gospel. Because today's gospel is about hospitality. It is about spreading the reign of God, God's love and God's peace and that doing so is completely dependent on hospitality. Jesus tells the disciples, tells his disciples, not the 12, but the bigger group of disciples, that he's going to send them out in pairs. Now, we know, we know you don't ever do God's work solo, right? You always do it with others. We do this together. It is a team sport following Jesus. But Jesus sends them out and he tells them exactly how they are supposed to be. Eat and drink what is provided. In other words, don't be fussy. I need to learn that one on occasion. Jesus says, don't move house to house. Or in otherwise, I see it as don't try to angle a better deal. Don't be thinking about what's over there. Be present right here. So don't be thinking about your 8 and 10 o'clock service. Just be present now. Eat what is set before you. In other words, mirror the hospitality that is being offered to you in that meal. Jesus tells us today that this is what it looks like to spread the gospel message. And yes, we start right here in the pews of St. Cross. So I want you to stop and look around. Like, no, get like Mrs. Kravitz and start looking around. And if you don't know who Ms. Kravitz is, that's okay. Just think of your best nosy neighbor. And look around and keep looking, keep looking. See, Mary Garrett got it. Look, who around you, just think to yourself, who around you do you know? Who around you looks familiar, but you can't recall their name? Hmm? A few of those? Yeah, okay. Me, every Sunday at the door. Can you find your favorite person who you like to have coffee with when you get over to coffee hour? So I ask you these questions because today... Cameron, you can pay me later for this. 
Today, when we walk out of here, I hope you all do go to coffee hour, even if just for five minutes. And you're going to find little cards on the table and where you sit, and cards by the donut table, I believe, and they all have a short question on them. Just a short, easy question. Nothing political, nothing religious, just easy answer questions. And this is a challenge for both introverts and extroverts, let's be clear. But the challenge is to take a question and start asking around. Don't be fussy about your question. And don't be fussy about who you do and don't talk to, or who talks to you. Don't try to find better or easier people to talk to. Ask the people you don't know well your question but also ask those who you think you should know, but you don't know as well as you might. Ask the person who made you mad at some point because they sat in your pew, <laughs> or sang off key, or their kids left goldfish in the cushions, which I'm all good with, by the way. And then listen to what the other person has to say. Just like Jesus is instructing the disciples. And when you're done asking your question, and they're probably going to ask you one back, and you've listened to each other, then you should say, the peace of God be with you. Because that's what Jesus tells the disciples today. And we're doing this for practice. You see, God's peace, when we talk about sharing God's peace, it's not tranquility. That's not what God's peace is. God's peace is active. God's peace is resting in God's love. God's peace transpires when two or three are gathered together and we share God's love with one another. So every Sunday, actually, when we come to church and we sit in our pews and we go to coffee hour, that is our practice. You see, it's not just about hospitality here in our own home, right? Did Jesus stay home? I mean, Jesus would have had a much better life if he had just stuck to teaching and healing around the Sea of Galilee. You know, if he had just gone to the places that were familiar and where he knew he and his 12 disciples would be accepted. And remember, there were more than 12 disciples. This is the Gospel of Luke. We have the women, we have all the outcasts. There was way more than 12. He had no problem sending 70 out today. But Jesus didn't just go to the homes where they were sure they would be well-received and get their favorite foods. Jesus, every day for us, is like Jesus sending out the 70. And we are to be sent outside of our comfort zones and we're to go to new places. I hate new places. Ask me about it sometime. But we're to go to new places. We're to talk to new people. We're to have different experiences. Well, that is if we let Jesus send us. That is if we open up to the fact that we are called to spread God's message. And what does it look like to spread God's message? That's a more challenging question than getting out the door. So, 
feel free to take your question homes cards home with you. Feel free to ask random people throughout the week so that you can listen to what they have to say and make connections and enter into hospitality. So what does it look like? What does hospitality look like? Everything, in essence, that we do in church and we think that we try to do in coffee hour. Hospitality can be sharing a meal. It can be listening to someone. How many times have I said that already today, folks? Listening to someone. Learning someone else's story. It can be welcoming someone into your circle. It can be extending yourself into situations that stretch you and your faith. Because like the 70, we need to practice hospitality outside of our church boundaries. We are actually called to go out into the community, not as people, not as citizens. We are called to go out into the community as followers of Christ. It's not about bringing people to church. It's about us taking our faith and God's love to people outside of here. Am I right, Deacon Patty? It's the deacon's call. We are to be outside of these walls. And when I say that, I'm not talking about starting a new food ministry, although those are important. I am talking about us as individuals engaging our faith in the wider world. This past week, I was doing a training required by the canons of the church. And I got put into a group with two people who I did not know. And I admit, I had a prejudice against one. Mm. It was not the person I wanted to be in a group with. He had a little bit too much excitement about the topic, and he kept jumping into answering questions that others had put out there. And I was like, oh, great. And yet, in this small group, we got to know each other. We asked questions about each other's life and where we were. I actually found out that the other person in the group had interned with my best friend for two years. Had no idea she and I had been in several of these small groups together. And yet, as this man opened up about his life, he snagged my heart with his story. And as we went back and forth and he talked, I asked if I could pray for a situation in his life which isn't always my second nature to go straight to prayer, although that might surprise you. And when I asked him if I could pray for him, he choked up. And then I choked up. And I realized that when even I, who should know better, but when I put my judgment aside, and when I let the peace of Jesus and I let God's love guide me, I was able to listen to this man. I was able to learn his story. I was able to welcome him into my circle and allow me to welcome me into his. And I had to stretch myself to turn off my judgments. And yet this moment was a reminder to me of what can happen when we walk in faith. What can happen when we not just offer hospitality, 
but accept hospitality, even when we don't want to. So this week, as you go to your picnics and your parties, as you wave at neighbors or grumble about people setting off fireworks, you know you are. I want you to think about how is God calling you to be hospitable to those around you? How is God calling you to spread God's peace and God's love through sharing your story and listening to another person's story and extending you into places that you would not think of going? Listen for where God is sending you and know that when you go, the kingdom of God has come near. Amen.